On this episode of the Packet Up Pod, we talk about our giant letdown. If you haven't already, hit subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and give us a follow on Instagram and Twitter at the Packers Pod. Look at the run by the rookie Watson for the touchdown. Oh, they love his stride. They love his speed. They think they have to Hey, dear everybody, and welcome back to the Pack It Up Packers podcast. This is Ryan, joined as always by Josh and Dan. Hello, gents. Hey, there, Ryan. Hey, there, Ryan. How you doing? Ugh, that was ugly. This is going to be a raw, emotional podcast. We like to wait 24 to 48 hours and get some true analysis. Nope. Nope. This is just pure emotion. That game yeah. was. I felt like that was a, a season breaker. Just being season, brutally honest. Season breaker? Really? That showed, that showed who we were. That showed who we were afraid we might be. And we were just like, well, we got 12. We're fine. We're fine. We'll find a way. You can't lose that game. Are you kidding me? Let's take a step back. Nope. Let's nope. Back. Let's dive in. Our uh, our blood alcohol content is equal to what the Packers scored in the second half. We're all over two, I believe. Uh, five. Five. <laughs> I want to start here. I was... I guess I kind of always like skipped over this game. It was like, ah, oh, London, that kind of sucks. We got to go. But the buildup and the kickoff and that first quarter, there was a buzz that I, I legitimately was like excited for. Seeing everything in green and gold, it seemed like it was probably like three quarters Packers fan. Were you guys as excited as I was for just that moment where it was like, you know what? On second thought, this is actually pretty freaking awesome. It was awesome. The morning start, I texted you guys two different texts. One, is this what West Coast football feels like? Because I will move to the West Coast. (laughs) To have football that early in the morning was kind of fun. And then two. Did you forget two? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Two, all the Go Pack Go chants. It was pretty legit. And they're playing the whole music. I want to bang on the drums all day. I I know where you were going. I, I got you. I got you. Blood alcohol level over two and two. I want to bang on the drums all day to the first touchdown. I texted you guys being like, I'm so glad this is a home game because that feels like Lambo in London. Thank you for bailing me out, Josh. No. Yeah. It, it, it was a very cool atmosphere. I, I, sometimes I think fans over there just are on another level. They're even doing some soccer chants in between the game um, that you could hear, uh, which was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. Such a tale of two halves, you know, if you if we recorded at halftime, you know, I, I would have been through the roof. I was very happy. Smile on my face, cracking a beer at right after halftime. And then it all went downhill. So, I mean, I think there's still a lot of good to take away. Yes, I think we found some true character on some people, um, especially on our defensive side. Um, but there's a lot of blame on the offense, too, and, and just their how they had handled the two drives that we had in the in the second half. Uh, it was rough. It was rough. So here we go. We lose 27-22, except for a safety with about 
12 seconds left in the game. Packers did not score a single point in the second half. So I want to start with our offense. That for moments of the first half felt like we had figured it out. Outside of a three three and out um, on our second drive, we got field goal, touchdown, touchdown, field goal. And I texted after the field goal to end the half of like, it was beautiful to get down there in a minute, get points. I would have liked to have stopped the Giants from scoring a touchdown prior, but it seemed as though we were in control. We had shut down Barkley. We had made and forced Jones kind of to stay in the pocket. He hadn't really gotten loose at that point. And the wheels kind of fell off in the second half from the offense. So I I guess we'll start with, how on God's green earth does LeFleur adjust his gameplay from the first half to going completely opposite direction in the second half? You know, I just want to say they did what we were all texting. We thought that there were some deep shots that they should have taken in the first half. And I they just went straight to it right right away, right when they got the ball in the second half. But they're just deep, deep passes. They got away from the run. They got away from what was working over the middle. Um, and we had two quick three, three and out drives or short drives. Um, and then our third drive was all right. We drove down the field. We got down there. We we could have could have scored. But it, it... Rogers is like a basketball player when you're down 10 points and he's like the only way to come back is shoot deep range three point yeah and the trickery like sometimes we we wasted a timeout because he tried to get 12 men on the field so line up with no play call no strategy whatsoever we have to burn another timeout because he was just trying to get someone um not prepared i just don't understand it some there are times to do it but i feel like he's trying to force it too much this year it's as simple as this we went away from the run again. 19 total rushes from the running backs, not counting Christian Watson's rush, which was eight yards behind the line of scrimmage. Why don't you make that a quick action rush? I don't understand. We got away from the rush. You get into the heat of the game in the second half. You've got the lead. Give it to your superstars. The guys we were saying, you're just going to create a new offense around these two running backs. And they're like, nope. We're just going to throw it deep because that's our offense all of a sudden. And surprise, surprise, it didn't work. I, there's there's no excuse. We're averaging five rush, five yards a carry. Uh, Jones and Dylan were healthy. Hey, we need a sustained drive. Hey, we need some points. Run the ball. What are we and, throwing it deep we, for? We were up until the fourth. Aaron Rodgers has 39 passing attempts. Daniel Jones, that's 27. That's they were playing from us. behind. Yeah, That's not yeah. us this year. It That's... That's the the head scratcher. We're up by 10 at half. And I believe this is correct. In the second half, Jones had four carries and Dylan had two. We're up at 10 at the half and four carries and two. That's amazing. It like, and it wasn't, I mean, you could, there's been instances, you know, uh, any football fan will know that you're trying to run the ball to create some kind of balance and it's just not working and you're getting your one yard and your two yards. And it's just like, you're just running, running plays purely to even out the offense. They were getting great gains every time. And the giants were, were more than happy with saying here is about a 10 yard space to make plays. 
And that's where, you know, even that last drive that ended up falling short, we didn't go deep. We kept it all within eight to 10 yards and it was move the chains, move the chains, move the change. I just, it's so confusing. And I, I'm sure it's going to be asked the entire upcoming week leading into the Jets game about, do you think you should have given Jones and Dylan the ball more? Oh yeah, I should have. That's on me as a coach. I, I, I love LaFleur. And for somebody that's 42 and 12, I can't, I can't be overly angry, but it feels like it's more of a, an occurrence that he, he blames himself the next week, which is, it's, it's not a, you know, I shouldn't have thrown this challenge flag or yeah, we should, it's the simplest thing of, did you give the ball to your best player? No, I didn't again this week. I'm sorry, guys. Like I, I don't. I don't know what's happening. I don't and then my, my biggest complaint is after the Giants had that long drive, I think it's the longest time drive this year in the NFL. It was an eight-minute eight and seven-second drive, 15 plays, 91 yards. After they had that, um, we went three straight deep pass plays. And, and you knew the defense was exhausted. You knew they, they were all gassed. The ends were running around chasing Daniel Jones on that he had three rushes on that drive alone. Um, they needed more than three plays in 26 seconds to rest. Um, and, and sure enough, the very next drive, same thing happened. Six plays, three and a half minutes and a score. So it, when in those times, Aaron Rodgers has to realize this. Lafleur has to realize this and really get away from the pass. Get back to the run ground, get on the ground and run out some time because they need help on defense. Yes, they weren't playing great in the second half, but you got to help them out the best you can. Cobb looked good. Yeah. Congrats, Dan. Dan. He, he was one, he he was one yard he short did. of absolutely dominating. It's just, um, and yeah, I mean, Rogers underthrow from getting his touchdown too. And the, the other, other thing, golly, he was off. He's not Oof. sharp. No. He's not sharp to start the year. And it's, we're getting uh, into the midpoint of the year. I will say before we we jump jump quick to the defense, tight ends played very well today. Tunyon mm-hmm. got his catches. Deguara actually showed up. Get Tyler Davis out of there. I thought He's the off. quote about Tunyon was fitting. I think it was Sanchez they gave it where Rogers says he'll know Tunyon's back when he stiff arms a guy or makes a guy miss and then is still accelerating into that. And when he caught the ball, he was looking for the sideline. Yeah. Definitely not 100%. I, I was watching that ever since, again, if Sanchez said it, when Sanchez said it, uh, every time he caught the ball, he's like, how quick can I get out of bounds? He, he picked yep. up the yards that were there, but he wasn't looking for contact or to make a guy miss. Um, so nice to see us get him the ball a little more, but maybe telling us why he's not getting those you know, six, seven, eight catch performances just yet. So offense, I, I thought, I last episode I said I think they're finding their identity and then they do what they did today uh, and it just comes down to a lot of different factors and then we turn our attention to the defense. Oh, do we have to? Which uh, I, don't I wanna. mean, uh, again, it, it's I uh, I don't even know where to start. I'm looking the, at your two faces for for those that don't know since. We're not one of those podcasts that does a YouTube video. We're sitting here on Skype, and I see your two faces. And as we turn to the defense, you both just have this sullen look on your face like, oh, man. 
I didn't like. Should we just stop here? Should we just be like, hey, Jets next week, yay? It's it's one of those things that for every time you could say the Jones Dylan backfield is how you win games. We talked about how this offense is a a Barkley run offense, and for the first. Eight plays of the Giants, seven went to Barkley, including a 40-yard bomb. It was a screen pass. They did everything in their the world to get it to him. And then we get eaten alive, eaten alive by Darius Slayton for six catches, 80 yards. He probably should have had a touchdown. But, I mean, look at these names outside of Darius Slayton. I think we know Marcus Johnson, Richie James. Bellinger, Rick James. It's just it's it's not good. And for the most part, we held Barkley in check. If you take away that long 40 yard run, 12 carries for 30 yards, I'll take that all day long. But I, this defense is just, and I, I'm I, I think that the linebackers played a little bit better today. But the secondary, are we? How close are we to hitting the panic button that we put a lot of money in the secondary and it's not where it needs to be? You know, I Savage got has got to go. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I've been holding out too long, but he played pathetic in this game. Um, the, the one where Barkley was lined up at quarterback and just. I mean, he didn't even try to go after him. You know, he ran into the block through his back and just sort of flailed. Um, It's becoming too much of a repeat offender here. And uh, he's a decent player and all in coverage, but like way too many mistakes by Savage today. And then you're right, Douglas, what happened? What happened to Douglas? What happened to uh, Stokes. Stokes is getting beat man-to-man left and right. He looks like he's lost a step in speed. Um, Because he's 23 years old now. Yeah, yeah, he's just too old. He's too old now. We got him too late. Should draft him a year earlier. But, uh, no, it's frightening to see, especially since they were so confident this year, and we all said let them talk because they're going to back it up. Well, they're not backing it up, and they better start backing it up on the field before they keep talking and chirping. So, yeah, that's a that's a tricky little offense when you've got a typically mobile quarterback, a superstar running back. But you would think that it requires a little more talent in the wide receiver and tight end core to score 27 points against a defense that build themselves as top five, top three, top one defense. Stokes had a terrible game. Savage, I'm done with. We had another text thread about. Savage's rookie year and how he was one step away, a half a step away on so many plays. And we're like, once he, once his awareness rating goes up, once he's just one half step quicker, he's going to be making all these plays. He's not even a half step away anymore. He's just nowhere to be seen. Uh, Douglas, three different penalties. He's already owned up to it in post-game quotes saying, those weren't me, that's my bad. This is not the defense we were expecting. and. It's got to change fast, and uh, I know Jair's already taken heat in post-game media about a his quote that Rodgers doesn't like, and then b playing off coverage. Um, but you know, second and eighteen, second and nineteen, job being ten yards back. I don't hate that. That that's just playing conservative defense on on second and long. I don't hate that. So I'm not putting any of this on Jai. He's a willing tackler. 
in a secondary that appears to not have many. I think Josh mentioned it. I think it should be of note. <clears throat> Shout out to Giants. Their first drive of the second half, 11 plays, 7 minutes. We then punt. They get it back for a touchdown, 15 plays, 8 minutes. And then it's it's tough because it's we had the ball really for three drives, one of which lasted 26 seconds. But it's they absolutely... The offense needed to do more to at least alleviate the pressure because when that defense is on the field for 15 minutes out of the first 20 minutes of the second half, it's not a good situation to be in. And I just I, I worry that there was getting pressure. We talked about early that Preston and and Gary were due. They were getting so close. They were getting so close. And you could tell that that energy level wasn't remotely close in the second half. It just wasn't there. I I don't know. I, I don't know where this team goes with defense because the Jets are sneaky good for being a bad team. We're still going to have to face the Bills. We're still going to have to face people that are much better than the Giants and the Patriots, and we're giving up 20-some points a week. It's not a good place to be. Luckily, we're 3-2 and two because, as we talked about prior, we could easily be 1-4. and four. It's just – it's a – a weird situation. I almost wish that we lost the Patriots game and then won this one instead because it just felt like this is, you know, it just, I don't know. I don't know. One sack, one sack and no interceptions against this team is not acceptable. So if you're the general manager and personalities in the locker room don't matter and injuries don't matter because Sammy Watkins hurt Christian Watson again. Lazard on again, off again. Uh, a trade we're talking about is oh, who is interested in Amari Rogers, Josiah DeGuara, and Darnell Savage. Package those three guys up, and can I get a second round pick for them? Like, uh, I know we're still trying to put something together this year because we got twelve, and everyone's thinking anytime you got twelve, you can go to the Super Bowl. But I'm sorry, I'd. This is not a Super Bowl team. And the, so the confidence. Get rid of it. The confidence right now across the board. Just, I mean, the special teams, sadly enough, looks like our most confident unit on the field at all times. Mm. Even when they're messing up, they look more confident than our offense and defense. And that's sad. Until um, they could recover a fumble. Yeah, so close. And they push so it close. out of bounds. But it, it's, it's one of those things is where is the confidence? Where's the leadership to pick people up and stop people from looking down and being mopey about plays. Like it's happening way too much uh, consistently. Um, and I, and really, I, I want to give credit. I mean, Brian Dabble has got the giants. I mean, even they look dead to rights in this game. They look like they didn't belong with the Packers. They in at halftime, everybody was like, Oh, maybe yeah, the giants are fakes. They're not really real. And then they come back and beat us. Like, hell of a coaching job by him and what he's doing with not a lot of talent uh, across that team. So uh, the Giants, I give, them, I give them mad props. Mad props. All right. What well, a bummer. Because <laughs> yeah, I, I, I in the first half in London, it was so much fun. Hmm. And then, like, 11 a.m. struck. 
and now what a wasted Sunday. I went and what did you guys do to recover? Because I went and power washed the house, and that was kind of therapeutic for me. Just hung out, took a nap with yeah. the dogs. And yeah. watched the Buccaneers because it's the only football on. What a bummer, too. The only football we got in North Carolina and Florida, Florida fittingly, was you had to go from that to Tom Brady. No game on CBS. They're just like, here, I'm going to force feed you Tom Brady winning a game because the refs don't call any penalties against Tom Brady. Just, or they I, call too many against Tom Brady. Just amazing. NFL's so, wild ride, man. Then you thought the yeah. Bears might beat the Vikings, and you're like, well, this is good for the NFC North. We could still win our division. Not a big deal. And, of course, Kirk Cousins in 1 o'clock games is a beast. <laughs> <laughs> he even sneaks it in. Then you go check your fantasy teams, and mine are all trash. You're like, well, Dalvin Cook could run this in because I have him. All Kirk, right, all right. Kirk we got to cut Dan off here. He's, he's nope. going to use this as therapy session here. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> we suck. Well, That'll do it for this episode. The boys are all going to be together in Vegas next weekend to watch to see if we can handle on the Jets. Jets, who I know that uh, Miami didn't have any quarterbacks, but they threw a 40 spot on them today. So, you know. <laughs> Savage, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, so that'll do it. Thanks, everybody. Go Pack, go. Oh!